tell me if this sounds like you. Ditching the rat race for financial freedom is your rally cry. Shaking off the hustle and grind mentality for time freedom makes you want to do a little dance. Creating a life where your money makes more money for you, now that's your jam. Why figure all of this out? More time with loved ones and the ability to make a meaningful difference in your world. Now that's what drives you. My name is Jenny Townsend. Now, let's up level. What is up, Podcast Nation? Jenny Townsend here, and thanks for joining me for another episode. I'm really excited to talk with you today. So I've done a couple of episodes recently that have pointed out some specific attributes of the short-term rental market that I really like, and I have continued to think about other attributes. And so for the sake of having all of this information in one place, I wanted to create an episode about why I think Airbnb is the perfect side hustle. And I will reference some previous episodes. So if you want to go back and listen and get more of the the in-depth information about some of the things I'm sharing, a lot of this is brand new, but I also wanted to acknowledge I'll be referencing some previous shows. Hop on over to those episodes. I'll link to them in the show notes and you can take a listen to learn a little bit more. Okay, I have seven reasons why I think Airbnb or the short, short-term rental market in general is the perfect side hustle. Reason number one, you can generate revenue in month one. If you have ever tried to launch a side hustle, you know that revenue in month one and even potentially having a profitable month one, so from a cash flow perspective, right, it is insanely doable to have not only revenue in month one, but to be able to be cash flow positive in month one. And, you know, having day one reservation requests are rather common. So the, what I mean by that is like the day you push your listing live on Airbnb. Now, something I love about Airbnb, by the way, is they will show a little love to new listings and help provide some visibility. So it's not just the big dogs. It's not like a Google search engine result where you have to be tested and tried and all of that to show up on page one. They'll show you some love. And then it's up to us to make sure we can maintain that ranking, right? With great guest experiences, great reviews, um, great communication with guests, whatever. But because they show you some love, you can get day one reservation requests. That is not at all uncommon. I was talking with a host the other day who on his first day had his first month booked out. Now it was one one guest, but it was also an insane amount. It was an insane amount. I don't know if if he would be comfortable with me sharing numbers, but it was he was a very, very profitable month one. Um, and so that's just not uncommon. I mean, I hear stories about that all the time. So it's entirely doable. And I really can't think of any other side hustle unless you are already in that world and already have potential clients lined up that you're like, Hey, I'm going to be doing this as a side hustle. It just, I can't think of anything else that could produce and even be profitable from a revenue perspective in month one. Okay. So reason number two, why I think Airbnb is the perfect side hustle is there are really no unnecessary tasks to get in front of the revenue. So this is kind of jumping off of point one, but think about if you had any other type of a physical product, because if you think about it, Airbnb is a physical product. 
think about all that you would have to do to be able to get in front of the ability to make revenue online. So from a merchandising perspective, let's say you've already done the product development because you have to do that with Airbnb too. You either have to rent or gain access or gain control of a property or buy it to be able to put it on Airbnb. So let's consider product development is pretty much the case with any side hustle. But once you have that, you don't have to go do any kind of merchandising tour where you try to get shelf space. And I am air quoting because a lot of things are now digital, digital shelf space, um, digital kind of promotions in online boutiques or even on Amazon, being able to get uh, merchandising, which would be, I think, page one or even page two of the search results. You don't need to do that. You don't need to find a place to sell it. Amazing. And like I mentioned in episode 74, Airbnb will do all the marketing for you. You don't have to be an SEO wizard, though there are things that you can do to give yourself a leg up. And I'm happy to share that with you. That's a big part of the Six Figure Vacation Rental Roadmap, which I have. And I'm just, I'm so excited for you to check out, by the way. But you don't have to spend ads either, like I referenced in episode 74. You don't, it's not pay to play where like you would just get visibility of 1% of your following or something like that unless you put an ad like Facebook does, right? You don't have to create a webinar to sell it. I have created webinars before and I do love it, but it is also a good amount of work. I've estimated it's about 100 hours of work and that's just to get it done. Then you need to promote it and get people to it, right? So that can be a lot of work. You don't have to have Facebook followers. You don't have to build up an Instagram following. You don't have to create this whatever... Twitter follower situation. I don't know. I'm really not into Twitter. You don't have to have an insane amount of pins. You don't have to build your email list. None of those things are required to get you to revenue. All of the marketing is taken care of by Airbnb and they charge such a small fee. It's like 3% or so. But you know what? If you were to take a credit card processing fee out of any other side hustle, that would be about 3%. So it's like you get so much more for that money. All right, so that's number two. There are really no unnecessary or no additional tasks that get between you and revenue. Once you have the product developed, once you have the place and it's furnished, you can make money. And thirdly, you don't need to generate demand. Yep, you do not need to validate. You don't need to do an ask campaign to ask in your network, hey, would you be interested in a vacation rental? It's been validated. Again, Airbnb and VRBO, you know, the whole industry, they've done the heavy lifting. You don't need to validate. You just need to make sure yours looks great in photos and that there's a great experience waiting for guests when they arrive. But you do not need to generate demand. I can't tell you how valuable that is. In my background in marketing, there are all of these levels of creating demand, right? There's First, awareness, and then you move to consideration. And all of these other steps like that you would have to pay to get in front of people to say, hey, my brand exists. Hey, my product exists. Hey, this is the the problem I'm solving. Hey, this is why you should consider me as opposed to other the options. Like you don't have to do any of that. It is just based on some great photos and a great guest experience. They have generated the demand for us. Amazing. And that, I guess you could say, would be another 
kind of obstacle between you and revenue. But in my mind, I think it is totally different because you don't need to do market validation versus just growing. You don't have to create like a following. So reason number four is it's pretty insane per hour pay. I did kind of like an unboxing style episode, um, episode 69, where I talked about various per hour rates of my first Airbnb. So this was the the accidental six-figure place, right? This was where I was learning on the job. I didn't know what I was doing. It wasn't like a really strategic move. We just didn't want to sell our house when we moved a few hours away for work. We just were like, well, what if we can at least break even? That was the goal. So it was like this accidental six-figure situation. And then while I was recording, I went back through and broke down the hourly rate of a few of my earlier reservations. So we definitely started, we were undercharging at first by a huge factor and learned, you know, and, and increased our rates over time for sure. So, but my, my best that I went through on the show, my best per hour rate was, if you can believe this, oh my gosh, can you, I can't imagine a side hustle paying this, especially early on, but $7,000 an hour. I mean, that just, as I say it out loud, that just sounds like I'm making it up, doesn't it? But I go through the numbers in episode 69, so feel free to go back and listen to it. Again, if you're interested, because I think we need to compare apples to apples when we are approaching any kind of revenue stream, when we are trying to figure out financial freedom, we need to have an apples to apples comparison, right? So an annual run rate, if I had had $7,000 an hour for a full 40 hour a week year, my annual run rate would be $14.56 million. Now that was not, I mean, I would have had a eight figure accidental um, Airbnb host. It was a six figure accidental Airbnb host, right? But, but still $7,000 an hour is not bad. So I can't think of any other side hustle where, where you would be able to bring that in and early on. I did that accidentally, which I love. Okay. That is reason number four, pretty insane per hour pay. And then reason number five is it's scalable. So if you were to think about pretty much any of the other side hustles that are kind of out there right now, a lot of them aren't scalable. Oftentimes it's you doing the work, right? Often, I mean, I know, and I am not hating on any side hustles. I really appreciate when people can do what they're passionate about and what they're great at and can generate money. I am not knocking anyone okay to be clear this is just one of the reasons why I love Airbnb as a side hustle because oftentimes like I said side hustles you are the product you are either the consultant or you're the designer or you are whatever it is those I know those are just very common side hustles you can't really scale you right? But you can definitely scale Airbnb. Like once you have a system in place for your first one, it is incremental work to get your second one online. You just need to find the place and furnish it, but you already have the systems in place. You already have the the cleaners in place, all of that stuff. It's incremental, incremental. Oh my gosh. And you can, again, potentially double or even more the profitability of your first one because you now know more of what you're doing. I love that it's scalable. Reason number six is the industry is growing. 
you don't want to enter into a niche, an industry as a side hustle that's shrinking because people are going to be clawing for market share and people with bigger ad budgets, better connections, they'll, it's just, it'll be easier for them to win, right? But if the industry is growing, there is room for you. I, this past week, listened to a panel of industry experts about Airbnb and where things are going in 2021. So there were representatives from Airbnb there as well as Guesty, which is an enormous platform that helps property managers manage um, short-term rentals. So they have a bird's eye view of the analytics of what's actually happening in their hundreds, if not thousands of Airbnb listings that they they provide the tech to manage. And Guesty stated that there is already an 85% increase this summer over last. And I mean, I think an 85% increase year over year is insane in general. But think about it. There were still a lot of lockdowns last year, right? And people were a little hesitant to travel over the summer. And yes, they still did. It was still a banner year for so many Airbnbs. But now with more people getting immunized and just, you know, we're moving in the right direction, right, from this. We hope we're on the backside of this whole thing. But there is already an excitement of an insane increase in bookings, already committed bookings for this upcoming summer over last. And it's not just like a seasonal uptick that might reverse the trend. Check this out. I recently heard that Airbnb is no longer just working downstream anymore. And what I mean by this is working to provide a place for hosts like us to be able to have a listing or two or whatever to be able to make a side hustle or a full-time income. Because so many cities have changed their regulations about short-term rentals based on the enormous change to the hospitality industry that Airbnb has brought on, they're going upstream. So Airbnb is approaching cities at the city level, and I'm sure even at the state level, but I've heard more about the city coming up with better zoning that can benefit the city, benefit those who live there, and then also benefit, uh, create a more sustainable place for Airbnb in those cities. And what I think is really interesting too, is I recently heard about this project and I'll link to it in the show notes. I hadn't heard of anything like this before. It is called Nativo Miami. So nativomiami.com, like I said, It's an interesting spelling, so I will link to it in the show notes. It is an enormous, really high-end, high-rise apartment in Miami, as you might imagine, given the name. And what's really interesting is they have built home sharing into their model. So yes, these are apartments that people can own as their primary residence, but home sharing is built in. So their front desk can be... The concierge can like hand them a room key or whatever when their Airbnb guests come in. So because it's built in, it's totally acceptable. You know, like I know there are some high rise apartments and high end apartments that have some, they've imposed more limitations on 
using Airbnb in those apartments, but this one, it's already built in from the ground up. How interesting, right? So I think that this is the first, I have actually heard, I was talking with a lady in the industry who is really shaking things up and doing some amazing things. I hope to have her as a guest on this podcast soon. She is also working on something very similar to this. So I can see this taking hold and really redefining what home sharing can look like. Built in with a little bit more stability or at least a little bit more perceived stability in the industry, encouraging more and more hosts to get in. So I do think this is a very incredible time. It's a very pivotal time. Airbnb just went public a few months ago. So they are really looking to grow quickly. And like I said, they'll be doing that by going upstream more, focusing on the zoning and making sure there is a place for Airbnb in each of the cities. How smart is that, right? So savvy. I, side note, I've been thinking about like, okay, how am I just going downstream right now? How can I, in my own business, how can I go upstream? What if I flip the script? What would that look like? How could I have a little bit more say in any part of my business if I were to go upstream? Very interesting question to ask, isn't it? Okay, so that was reason number six. The industry is growing. You want to be in a growing industry. And then seven, it's fun. (laughs) You get to meet great people. Yes, there is the occasional bad apple, but that is kind of humanity. (laughs) In In any industry, in any business, you're going to meet a bad apple. But I think it's an amazing way to meet great people. And you know what? It is wonderful to hear how much they enjoy staying at your place. I have gone back and looked at reviews and I just almost brought to tears. But I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot about them. Oh yeah, I forgot about them. Oh, they're kind words. They were just, it was amazing. It was, uh, it was really fun to go back and read the reviews that others had said about staying at our place. And you know what, too? I think it's important to note that it is a very unique form of connection in one of the most disconnected seasons in human history. I think it's a really interesting way to connect because even though you find and book the place online on Airbnb site or a VRBO or booking or wherever you have it listed, the actual transaction is when they stay in a place. And there is just an additional form of human connection because people will never be able to live online, right? And I think, I mean, you could make the argument that people could technically vacation online with like virtual reality or augmented reality, but I just still don't think that's vacation. I think going to places, our connection with places and seeing things through the lens of a local place, like that's one of the huge, like the biggest value propositions of Airbnb is connection and community. So those were my seven reasons why I think Airbnb is the perfect side hustle. Again, you can generate revenue in month one, and you can even be profitable, like cash flow positive in month one, which is insane, right? There are no unnecessary tasks between you and getting to revenue. So you don't need to create a following or anything like that. And you don't need to generate demand. You don't need to do market validation or anything like that. You just, you know, there is a market for this, right? And then number four, it's a pretty insane per hour pay. Even if it's not $7,000 an hour, your per hour rate is pretty insane if you were to sit down and, and calculate it out. And number five, it's scalable. Ah, I do love the idea of any side hustle being scalable. Number six, the industry is growing. And then number seven, it's fun. 
So if you want to learn more about how you can bring this side hustle into your world to bring a short-term rental revenue to your income portfolio, I am here to tell you 2021 is your year. It is your time. And so if you want to learn more about the six-figure vacation rental roadmap, how to find, furnish, and fill a profitable short-term rental, the program is made just for you. It is everything that I learned accidentally, (laughs) but was still able to bring to a six-figure revenue rate. I just, I love this industry so much, and I really think you will too. So if you want to learn more about the Six Figure Vacation Rental Roadmap, hop on over to JinnyTownsend.com slash rental and learn more about it and grab your copy today because today is your day, my friend. Well, thank you so much again for listening and participating in this conversation about short-term rentals and about how this is your year. All right. Well, until next time, continue to be up and to the right.